Hello and greetings, everyone. This is the Planting Hope Ireland podcast. We welcome you. Glad you can join with me today. We have today a special guest is joining with me, uh, Brother Brother Michael Brixner from uh, Farmington, New Mexico, United States of America. So he's he's on the phone here with me from a long way off, and uh, we're going to be talking today on a subject I just kind of titled it Self-Deception, um, but we no telling what uh, all we'll cover in this podcast, but we're going to let the Lord lead us and direct us today, and we hope that it'll be a blessing to you uh, that are listening, and uh, and of course, as I've said in the other episodes, uh, if you have any questions or comments uh, you can email them to me at planninghopeireland at gmail.com. If you got any questions, we'll do our best to, to answer them. But uh, we're just glad you're joining with me, listening to this episode, and we trust it will be a blessing to you. So we're going to get started now. So welcome, Brother Brixner. He's... Thank you, Brother Hume. We, we are so thankful to be a part of this with you, uh, to be a part of the kingdom of God. I love the kingdom of God. You know, the kingdom of God is just not, uh, it's just not about me. It's about, it's about reaching the world. It's about reaching the lost. And, uh, we love, love brother and sister Hume and what they're doing in Ireland. So we are, I'm very thankful brother that you allowed me to be on with you today. Well, I appreciate you taken up the invitation and uh, we love the Brixner family and um, the pastors the church there in Farmington New Mexico I think I mentioned that but if I didn't I did now but anyway uh, great friends of ours and uh, so let's just cut cut to the chase here we try not to waste too much time on these uh, podcasts and um but I had a thought earlier this week, and I reached out to you, Brother Brixner, about it, about self-deception. And, and I think yes, my, my words to you were, um, or how I conveyed that thought, I think, to you was, why do people surround themselves with others who tell them what they want to hear and not those who tell, tell them the truth? Mm-hmm. And, it's 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 a question, and I I, I do think I kind of find a uh, I found a little bit of a Bible answer, but maybe you can help me <laughs> uh, uh, get a little a little better answer. But uh, you know, it, it is common in our world. It always has existed, but it's it's common today to see it. It seems like at every level. Yes, sir. People surround themselves with people who tell them what they want to hear. And I, I mean, I can understand that. Um, uh-huh. You know, you, 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 you like to hear compliments. We love, we love to be complimented. We don't like to be criticized. Yes. Um, yes. But at the same time, uh, you know, we, we, we do. Ultimately, we need to know truth. Um, we in the spiritual side, we we need somebody to tell us the truth. And um, yes, yes. 
but he, but even on the and you I'll let you comment on this in just just a second is but even in in the world the, the things not I'm not talking about the, the church setting or the spiritual side but athletes and and in the military or whether you're an athlete or or whatever you they surround themselves with people who tell them how to do the job or 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 train them and they push them and they Yes. You know, and that's 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 surrounding yourself to like an athlete. Their coaches yell at them, and they push them, and they that's surrounding yourself with somebody that tells you the truth, you know, and keeps you yes. keeps you driven. Yes, sir. But yet you yeah. take get on the spiritual side, and they don't want anybody to uh, tell them the truth. But dictators yeah. do it. Politicians do it. They surround themselves with yes men. Um, yes. Yep. Business owners do it sometimes. CEOs, <laughs> managers. But the trouble is, even in the in the world like that, um, when you're running a company or you're running a the government or even down to a small like city government, and say you're the mayor, if you surround yourself with nothing but yes men, people that always agree with whatever you say, yeah, that's going to catch up with you somewhere. Um, oh yes, sir. You're never going to identify the problem. And exactly. You're going to have trouble. So yes, sir. That's kind of how I got thought. My thoughts got started on this road. And, uh, yes, sir. You you can share your thought on it. What you kind of had there. You, you, you know, brother. I, I heard I heard a man, an elder, um, say one time, brother Coon. Most people know brother Coon. Remember brother Coon. He's passed away now, but he, he, I'll never forget him saying one time that in this life, the things that come easy, they come easy and they're, they're, there's nothing of struggle to them. A lot of times those are, those are items or uh, lessons that really uh, will not hold any value in your life, but those things that come hard and you have to struggle for them and you have to fight for them. Uh, maybe not in the physical, but in the spiritual and in the, even in the physical of, of working hard for something. It, a lot of times those are the, the items or the, the values that are worth holding on. And, uh, a lot of times I believe people I can go hand in hand of what you're, of what we're talking about here today. Um, surrounding yourself with people. Um, I want to be surrounded by strong men, strong individuals that right. are, that think for themselves, um, that, that, that aren't, uh, just, just go with, go with that, go with the flow. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, right. I want, I want to be, I want to be surrounded by people. Um, brother, brother Booker told me one time I, I told him, and I, I said, uh, I said, Brother Booker, I said, I want to be surrounded by good people, men of God. And I said, I feel like there's that's 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 something that needs to happen. And he said, he said, Brother Brixner, he said, I don't think that's the right way. He says, I know that's the right way to surround yourself with 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 people of like precious faith, but people that are strong in their values and integrity. And uh Right. Um, there's a lot of, I've been thinking about this all, all week, brother Hume. There's a lot of, 
um, things to talk about today. Yeah, there it is. And you, you, you said something there that made me think of the old saying, um, the birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> and, yes, sir. Uh, people with similarities, you know, similar likes, similar um, goals tend to attract one another and gravitate toward each other and, and so forth. But, uh, you know, we, we, what ultimately what we need to do, we, we gotta, we need those people, like you were saying, that are, that are in the truth. Yes. That are, that that know, have a relationship with God that are obeying the word of God. Yes. Not just a profession. Anybody can make a profession. Uh, with yes. their lips, but we need people who have a relationship with God and His Word, and and then we can have some confidence in them, you know. Yes. And, um, yes. Yeah, we need that. I, it's it's right. I I want to be around good people, and that's why I'm. Yes. That's why I'm talking to you today. I know I don't have here in Ireland. We don't have too many <laughs> to to even surround yes. ourselves with. So uh, sometimes you feel like you stand alone. And, um, yes. But we know we don't stand alone. God stands with us um, when, we, when we stand in truth. That's, that's exactly. Yes. Yes. God, God will, and I believe this, Brother Hume, with all my heart, just I've learned this, that, as, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we see where, where God, he, he separated him. He, he, when sin entered in through disobedience uh, to his word, we see where it separated um, Adam and Eve from God. And so we see where he, he pushed them. And for sake of time, we could go read it. But um, for sake of time, they, um, he expelled them out of the garden. And so... We see that God will always, God will always honor His word. Yeah. God will always, He will. Um, if if you can surround yourself with His word, um, surround yourself with people of the word, and uh, we're not living um, by just um, what we feel and what we think. The Bible says there is a way. That seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. And so we must be cautious. The Bible also says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We must be cautious. We must be uh, um, aware of the people that we that we associate ourselves with. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Be aware of who you, that that. And I I thought of the story. Um, and this is probably a good point, a good place after you said that to put it in. Um, I heard it on somebody else's podcast. Um, mentioned in the story, but they were using it in a different, a little bit different uh, way. But when King King Ahab, uh, yes, he. He was he was the king of Israel, and he surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men. Yep. And one time, 
Jehoshaphat was the uh, king of Judah. And Jehoshaphat went down to Ahab. That's when the, king, the kingdom was divided. So Jehoshaphat goes down to, he goes over to Ahab and he says, hey, we need to just make a, I'm not going to read all the scriptures, but he's saying that uh, let's go up against the king of, of Syria and, and get some get some things back. And um, so King Ahab, he, he gets all his prophets together, about 400 of them, and he asks them, should we go up against uh, Ramoth Gilead to battle, or should we forbear? And um, those prophets all said, the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. Yes. But those 400 prophets were prophets of Baal. Yeah. They, they weren't the prophets of the the God of Israel. And, and king, uh -huh. king Jehoshaphat knew that. And uh, he says, uh, but don't you have even one? Uh, is there not one prophet of the Lord that we can ask? Yeah. You've got these 400 here, but uh, is there one that's of God? There you go. And this is what's unique about it. The king of Israel, Ahab, Ahab says, yeah, there's one. There's one man. I think it, I don't know how to pronounce it, Micaiah or something like that. Micaiah, Micaiah. Uh -huh. But yeah. he says, there's one. He says, but I hate him. <laughs> yep. But I hate him. Because he don't prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Yes. And so anyway, they, they ask him. You remember the story. And they ask, they go and ask this prophet. And they, and, uh, you know, uh, should we go up uh, against the Syrians and, and Ramoth Gilead or not? And he, he says, go and prosper for the Lord shall deliver it in the hand of the king. This this really stood out to me. I was looking at this just before we started this. And and the king said unto him, Ahab says unto to, uh, the, that prophet of God, he says, How many times shall I adjure, adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? <laughs> so then Micaiah goes ahead and starts saying some more. And then the king, Ahab says, Didn't I tell you that he prophesied no good? He's just telling me evil. He knew, Ahab knew, what caught me was Ahab knew when the prophet was telling the truth. He knew yes, it was sir. the truth, but he didn't want to hear it. But he knew, he knew, he said, go up. He said like his other prophets, the prophets of Baal at first, he said, go and prosper. The Lord will deliver, deliver in your hand. And he says, no, you tell me the truth. He just had 400 of them and they told him and they lied to him. So he asked yes. the other man of God, you tell me. And he, he tells him the same thing. And he says, you're not telling me the truth. So what I'm saying is, is Ahab knew when he was hearing a lie and when it was the truth. But yet he'd rather have people lie to him. Yes. That's something. But yeah, that, you that's, know. Go ahead, yeah. That, that is, that's something. I just thought of something, Brother Hume, when you were saying that. And, and you know, um, that there is a certain sound to truth. There, there is a certain sound. 
um, to the to the truth of God's yes, word, Lord. and and I I want that certain sound to be in my life. I never want to take my life and take the word of God and and make the word of God fit my life. Right. I want I want to take the my life and make it fit the word of God. And so and so when that happens in my life, the word of God will change you. It will make you into what it wants you to be. Um, it, it won't, I never, ever, ever, I can't emphasize that enough, Brother Hume, on this podcast. I never want to make the word of God just fit my, my, uh, my feelings and my, what I feel like it needs to be. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, Jesus said very plainly, the truth shall make you free. Amen. You got to have truth. Yeah. And there's no, Amen. there's no lie in the truth. There's no, yes. there's no such thing as a half truth. You know, it's, yep. it's either truth or it's not. And, uh, yes. and, and that prophet told Ahab, he began to tell more about it. And you can read the account. It's first uh, Kings chapter 22. Mm -hmm. And, he says what happened in the in the in the spiritual realm. God gave him understanding of what had happened, and there was a spirit said that it told God, "I'll be a lion spirit in the mouths of the uh -huh. prophets." Yes, sir. And 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 Ahab knew when he heard her, he he knew, but yet he yep. still. It's amazing, but that that's a human desire, uh, a carnal. A, um, Mm -hmm. a fleshly desire we we like to be told things we want to hear and um, yes but it's it's self-deception exactly you, you you're not only deceiving uh you're you're deceiving yourself you're deceiving yes yourself. And, uh, yes you know so dangerous it is and 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 when i as i begin to to, to think of of this subject of which we're covering today, Brother Hume, I, almost almost immediately I, I begin to think, you know, um, the way the way we approach of who who we listen to in our lives, the way we um, if if we want to be surrounded by people that are going to tell us. Um, what we want to hear and, and when and it really it really goes down deep to uh, it measures your intentions it, it measures what's really in your heart yeah because because really if you surround yourself by people that you know are going to make you better that, that they're not they're not just yes men um, it, it really tells you, um, I've always heard that saying, time will tell. Time, time being a ultimate measuring tape of who and a measuring tape of, of our actions and, and our intentions and, our, and, our, and our, the root of, of who we are. Um, you hear me today when I, when I say that this, 
who you surround yourself by and ultimately who you listen to and, and who you allow to give guidance in your life um, really measures your innermost motives, your innermost intentions, um, your heart. Um, and, 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 and when I say that, uh, like you said earlier, brother Hume, it, it, there, there is times you'll be around people that are going to tell you what you want to hear. They're, they're everywhere. They're, they're all over, sure. but, yeah. but there is people, there is people that are, it, is looking at it in a different light. Does that make sense? In a different, in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, that, that is not concerned, um, Jesus, Jesus told us in John chapter number three, um, speaking of the new birth, he said that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The flesh is interested in what will appease me right now. The flesh is interested in today. Um, I, I want to hear what's going to appease me today. I, I see it all the time, Brother Hume. Um, yeah. the, the other, the other day I was trying to get a young man come, come to church and, and he, he, he went to another church in town or the other next town over because they had a service at later in the day. And that meant he could sleep in and, uh, it, it's, it's the flesh. It's what's it, what appeases today, but the spirit, it, 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 it uh, walks by a different drumbeat. It's 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 what's going to last for eternity, and uh, and and I want to surround myself with people that is just not interested in today. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We don't need the yeah. uh, the um, oh his name Esau. We don't need the Esau. Attitude. Yes. Temporary. Yes. Temporary yes. satisfaction. Temporary pleasure. There you go. Because that is your reward. That's all you get. Um, when you when you're satisfied with the temporary and the temporal things, whatever pleasure you get out of, whatever satisfaction you get out of it at the time, that's uh-huh. the end of it. Yes. There's no eternal reward whenever you give yourself. To things that are temporary and 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 and, and um, shallow and not in the truth, so you're you're you're, you're deceiving yourself. On the, you know, again, that's good. That's good. Good. So it's. I found a verse of scripture. I, I just talking about how our nature. I mean, I'm I'm just as human as anybody else, and you know, we all have a a flesh we deal with, and. Uh-huh. Jeremiah, prophet Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 31, it says, The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love, sorry, and my people love to have it so. And then he asked the questions, and what will you do in the end thereof? So the prophets are, are the the ministry is 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 at the time was speaking falsely, you know they weren't preaching the truth they weren't telling it like it really is, and he says and the people they love it, they love it that way. 
But then they ended the verse with the question, but what are you going to do in the end? That's good, brother. What are you going to do in the end? I never looked at that verse before much, but I, I came across it this week. But what, yes. what are you going to do in the end? It sounds good now, but what about the end? So, exactly. Uh, exactly. Interest, I mean, it's people need to ponder that. Yes. People are not... And it's, it's always been this way and in some measure in the world, but it seems like more so today, people are satisfied with just the temporal, with all the technology today. Yes. People are wrapped up in it. So many are wrapped up in it that they yes. don't even consider. I'm talking about just for things, just for this life, like careers, yes. jobs, making a living. They don't look yes. past today. They don't look past. Mm -hmm. They're still living. Some of them living with mom and dad, and all they're interested yeah. in, in is making the next TikTok video or Instagram video, or something yes. like that, and not even thinking about what about later. Exactly. About, I mean, so it's it's the devil has people so absorbed in in in, in this stuff, and yes. I, I think and. I'd like to hear your comments on this is of course our subject self-deception, but if you look at the end time, some of the end time prophecies in the new Testament and some of the things like the apostle Paul, I believe it was said, he talked about how men would be lovers of their own selves and they're heady, high minded. They, they, you know, they're focused on their self. He said, yes. in the end time, it's all about self. Yes. So, yes. Kind of ties in yes. more self-deception. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, if you read, if you read in um, the Bible says that as in the days of Noah, so shall with the coming of the Lord shall be. They were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, and they were self-absorbed by by everything. They they, they didn't have enough time to to to. to um, to invest in other things besides themselves, you know, and um, I, we see that we see that here. We see. I know it's it's that way where you're at, where the Hume is is is. You talk to people about coming to church, and and uh, it, it's like pulling teeth to get people to come to church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know. True. It's true. And people, people are, um, I know traditions always have meant a lot to people, and it's hard to get over some of those traditions. Like here in Ireland, there's a lot of very traditional things that happen. Uh, people, and not all of it's bad, but sometimes it's hard to, it's hard for families or individuals to get over that hill of, so to speak, of, of tradition, to see past the traditions. Yes. But, but if you if you really want God, if you really get hungry for God and you want the truth, um, you will get past that because he'll help yes. you to get past it. Yes. And, um, so they, they really get... Uh, you know, it, it's funny, too, how we can be blind. It's like 
sometimes people follow the same path as their generations before them. Uh-huh. And it's like, did you ever stop to look at it? Did it really work for them? <laughs> did things really work out for them? Or, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, why do you want to walk that same path? Uh, so, again, it's so easy to deceive ourselves. And we're prone to that. Yes. Human nature is just prone to that. Uh, exactly. Exactly. It's going back to what you said about Esau. And, and the Bible actually says in Hebrews, I can't point out the exact verse, Brother Hume, but in Hebrews it actually says that the Lord hateth Esau. Yeah, yeah, and it and it actually, I mean, you really think about what you were just saying about that. It's part of um, that flesh that, that that. Let me tell you something. I, I believe this going back to the root of what we're talking about. Your flesh doesn't want to be told um, the hard way. Right. Your your flesh, tell me how to do it easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and tell me, tell me, tell me the easy path. I don't, I don't want to work for it. I don't want to, I don't want to, to, to have to invest in it. And, um, uh, it's scary. And, and I am going down a little bit different alley here, brother Hume down a rabbit trail. But, um, I heard the millennial generation, I heard, uh, looked in, up some statistics and the millennial generation and, um, they want to be a part of church. They, they want to be a part of something, but they, but they, they don't, they don't want to have to work for it. They don't want to, um, have to, um, invest in it. And, and that's a, it's a scary place to be because, um, it goes back to the root of, 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 they, they just want the feel good of it. They don't want to, have to change anything yeah yeah they they that's kind of like the old story uh the days of joseph when he was in prison and the, there was the butler wasn't it the baker and the butler was it yes sir one of them baked bread he was the one that served the the pharaoh or the king whoever uh the bread uh-huh. And the other one was the one who served the wine. Uh-huh. And you remember they had dreams and things, and Joseph interpreted their dreams. But in the end, the the baker, he got his head taken off, or he got hung. I don't remember, but he was put to death. Uh-huh. But the but the butler was restored to his his place. Uh-huh. And I, I've heard people, I've heard it a long time ago. Somebody preach on that. Uh, mentioning that you know you got the 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 baker and the butler the the bread and the wine, if you will, the butler is the one that gives Pharaoh his cup, his wine, and and things. So he, he is my understanding, and that was the way it was. I heard it preached, but they um people people want the wine. That's the wine is the the good part, you know, the uh-huh. exciting part. There you go. But the bread is not so. That's the word. The word of God is lacking under the bread. They, they, there's so many of them are the charismatic uh, movement. Uh, 
they want all the bells and whistles and the show and the exciting stuff, but they don't want the bread. They don't want the that's good. What really drains that? Yes, true anointing, the true move of the Holy Ghost. So a lot of the charismatic movement, they imitate, they act like they have all these things, and they don't really operate in the Holy Ghost. They don't operate in the spiritual realm. They pretend. They play church. Yes. I don't want to play church. Yes. I don't want to go around and play like I'm somebody spiritual when I'm not. Yeah. I've seen so many people that think they're so spiritual, and they come up with the craziest ideas. <laughs> now, somebody listening to this probably won't like this, but they need to stop and think about it. But yes. they, they come up with stuff that it just, I don't know where they get it. I don't know where they come up with it. But uh, they all kind of, I don't want to even, but they, they all kinds of stuff. But the true operation of God, I mean, it can be powerful. God can do amazing things in us, through us. Um, but, yes. you know, they, they, want, they don't want the bread. They'll reject yes. the basic, some of the basic principles of the doctrine, but yet, Oh man, they're they're powerful. They're they're full of the Holy Ghost. You know, they they think they walk down the street with the lights just shining out of them or something. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. making fun necessarily, but yet I kind of uh -huh. am because yeah. you yeah. know you, you don't go around faking things. Exactly, exactly. You know, you were talking about the the butler and the baker, brother Hume. You know. Um, and I wrote this down, but time, you know, the one that, that serves the cup, it's it's immediate satisfaction right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The word of God, I believe with all my heart, um, talking about leaven and, and it, it takes time. It's a seed that goes forth yeah. and it, you know, it's it's the word of God. It takes time. Time, time. I can't emphasize this enough. Um, uh, I can't emphasize time. Living for God works. <laughs> yeah. The gospel, the gospel works. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Time. You may not. You start living for God and you start praying and fasting, reading your word. Um, getting in, in involved in your in your local church, it, it may not be overnight, but let me tell you, when you let time and that seed come forth and that bread rise, it's time. I'm telling you, blessings will be there. Yeah, um, yeah. There's thing there's things that come, but it's the principle of time. It's the principle that it takes time. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could talk about their, their scriptures that uh, despise not the day of small things and and it starts small. But mm -hmm. but if you will dedicate and and consecrate and surround yourself with people that are going to not be yes men, but tell you the truth. In, in the end, in the end, it will come out for you. It will come out for you. Yeah, that's right. You don't. Every everybody that becomes somebody for God 
and is used of God and ultimately will be saved to go to heaven. Yes. We all, I mean, we have different geographical locations, different, a little bit different lifestyles, jobs, etc. all those things. But, but what it, what makes us that true saint of God is it's all the same path. You know, mm-hmm. it's the prayer life. It's it's the seeking yes. God and, and obeying his word. Yes. And getting it in your heart and, and following it sincerely. And yes. people, people want to get to the top fast. You can't get, you know, it, you don't you do not do that. And um, yes. they, 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 you, you don't get, just like you know, you're, you've been pastoring a while, you know, and preaching uh, for a while. I've been preaching for over a decade myself um i don't know how long it's been 15 years i guess in the ministry but you don't get a message just ah just no big deal you know exactly Some, sometimes you know sometimes you you may not spend five hours and study just to get a message because we have things in our heart we know them already but at the yes. same time there's time spent in prayer and in consideration and you know, there's preparation before you, you, you know, you go to that pulpit and uh, yes. so, yeah, but that all goes back still to that self deception. You know, I don't want everybody to pat me on the back all the time. I want somebody to tell me, Hey, you need to, exactly. you need to take a look at your life over here. Yes. And, uh, I kind of get yes. back in that in that way. I, I thought of, uh, in Second Timothy, you you may have thought of this verse yourself, uh, or verses. I want to read them real quick. First Tim, or Second Timothy, chapter four. Um, the Apostle Paul is given Timothy, in the, which was a minister, a younger minister, his son in the gospel. Um, giving him some instruction, tells him, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. People just, there's people who want to hear certain things and they will gather those people to tell them what they want to hear. Yes. But the end of it is they're going to be lost. Yes. And somewhere, at least in the beginning of that, there is a decision made. They know somewhere there's a decision made and they decide, I'm going to take this path. Not this path of truth. So uh, they they consciously somewhere made a decision because I believe they do because God is going to judge and He's a righteous judge. Yes. And, uh, yes. So, uh, you, I I started looking, Brother Hume, when start studying and 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 looking through this as as kind of this in my mind and, and I looked at itching ears to the term it's only found one time in the in the Bible mm-hmm. but it, it describes an individual who seeks out messages and doctrines 
that condone their own lifestyle. Yeah. And, and you know, um, as opposed to an individual who adheres to the teaching of, of the Word of God, to the apostles, in, mm-hmm. in, this, in this case, the apostles' teaching. And so, um, you know, that, that really goes down to the root again, is uh, what, are, what are you seeking? Are you seeking out a message that condones your sinful lifestyle? Um, yeah, you, you know, um, kind of goes back to the original. Uh, if you look at, at the first message that Jesus preached, the first initial message with in his earthly uh, ministry, he, he preached repentance, repent, repent. And, you know, we cannot live. Um, we cannot live by just what we feel like is right. We have to rely on the word of God. Yeah. That's the truth. And uh, again, that, I mean, that's like what you said earlier. You got to, the, the word of God is intended to shape us. Yes. And uh, if, if, if we don't have a, well, again, another illustration, the word of God is a, is a seed Yes. And it's got to find good ground. That means it's got to be ground that is able to be worked up, tilled up, plowed up. It's got able to be broken to get the seed in there. Um, because when it finds hard ground, a hard heart, a stubborn individual, um, it has no place. It lays on the surface and the devil takes it away. The parable, yes. the parable of the sower. That's good. So the word of God, we have to, it's got to mold us. We're the clay. He's the potter. Yes. And, uh, so many people want it their way and they'll reject it. If, <laughs> if they don't like it, they will reject it and they'll find any kind of excuse under the sun to say that that's not the word of the Lord or whatever. And uh, I mean, that ain't, that ain't even a, we need a teachable spirit. Yes. Yes. You gotta have a teachable spirit. Mm. And, uh, Boy, that's a that's a podcast in itself, right there, brother Hugh, <laughs> of of a teachable spirit. I've I've seen them that they'll come and they don't want to be. They don't want the word of God to be taught to them. Mm. They don't. They they already know. They they have it in their mind that they already they already are aware of everything. And 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 don't don't teach me anything, you know. And and. Uh, and, and, and brother, those are so hard to get, um, to, to, to try to, but, but the word of God does work. It does work, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. uh, sharper than any two edged sword. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, it says, and I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there here. Let me find it. It's in, uh, Isaiah. 55 the sure mercies of David talking about the sure mercies of David but the uh, it, it says in in Isaiah chapter number 55 I'll just I'll just read it brother Hume here mm-hmm. it, it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither 
but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. So we see the word of God, and and uh, Brother Hume and I were actually talking about this uh, last week or the week before, but but that is why I'm, I'm thankful, Brother Hume, that you're there in Ireland. I'm thankful for preachers that continue to preach the word. You cannot... You cannot stop the preacher from preaching the word. And we need to listen to the man of God that the Lord has put in our life. That's right. That's right. Uh, You know, you have to, you you people, I was thinking as you was reading some of that and what you said is people who don't want to, to hearken, they don't think you could teach them anything. They think they already know it. Yes. So what what is the scripture? It just kind of come to my mind. If a man, if he thinketh he or thinks he knows, what is it? He, it, it says, yeah. Let me let me look for it, brother Hume. Basically, if he thinks he knows something, he knows nothing. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You'd have to find it. Um, I can't even remember, but um, but it's true, and and, and you have to. And something I've been teaching my own son, uh, he's, he's five years old, is that um, you have to listen to people in your life. You know, yes. Them, you have to listen to your mom and dad. You have to listen to your teacher at school. If they, if they tell you to sit down, be quiet, you know, you got to do it. Well, I don't want to do it. I want to do what I want to do. That's our human nature. Yes. But if we... There's one. There's usually one place for people who never learn how to submit to somebody. Uh huh. And they end up in prison. <laughs> Good. You're hundred percent right. Because you have to. We, if we're going to do any good, you can't be a good leader if you don't first learn how to be a good follower. And uh, yeah. and I'm talking yes. about in the realm of truth, you know, and, and, and yes. doing right. Exactly. People don't want to listen. That's, again, this is all self-deception, you know. Uh-huh. The people uh-huh. are, to our people, the people that are listening to this, these are all deceiving things. These attitudes we're talking about, all these things, are ways we deceive ourselves. Um, you know, we there's always something we can learn from somebody. There's always, as my pastor told me, he had been preaching when I started preaching. And here I was, a brand new preacher. I'd preach, and I was up there for like five, ten minutes, you know. And here's my elder pastor who had been preaching already for like 40 years. But he would get up there after I'd get done with my little bitty, my little time there. And he would say, you know, it doesn't matter how young they are or whatever. If you'll listen, you'll get your slice of bread out of it. Oh, that's good. If you listen, God has something for you. Oh, that's and, good. You know, but people are too proud. People are too proud. Yes. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's a self-deception uh, and a destruction to your own soul. Uh, yes. 
to not hearken yeah. and listen to somebody who tells you the truth. Amen. Amen. I, I, I'll never forget, Brother Hume, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because it was a, a pivotal time in my life, and it was a, a time that I'll never forget, but Brother Hume was here for a while when COVID came, and uh, and I'll never forget one of the last messages that Brother Hume preached for for me, and I I believe it was under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Um, he, he talked to the church. He, he talked to the church about if you will listen to this young man. He says he I understand that he is younger. I I am a younger man, and I understand that that he is younger. But if you will listen. And if you will heed to the word of God that, that comes forth out of this young man, the Lord will help you. And and I'll I'll never forget that message that that he that, that came forth. I believe it was a tongues and interpretation also that service, Brother Hume. The Lord mm -hmm. really moved in this church and, and 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 it was a very important time in my life where he told the church, Brother Hume told the church that that we you really need to not get um uh, to the place where you won't listen to this young man, but you need to listen and heed to the word of God. And you know what, brother? I believe with all my heart that the word of God will stand. It will stand. It stand forever. Yeah. And uh, I want I want to heed my life. I've been praying that this week, Lord. I don't want to just have something that that is going to appease me today, but but Lord, I want the word of God in my life. Yes, amen to that. That's that's right. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to be deceived. We live in a time where the scripture said that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Yes, uh, they're they're out there, and uh, with this technology, and here we are using it ourselves, but like on YouTube and there's podcasts and YouTube, Instagram, all the different. Of course, there has been on television for a long time, but there's so many deceivers, so many. Yeah. I call yes. them, uh, they always said about football, they said there's armchair quarterbacks. Well, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of armchair preachers nowadays. Yes, yes. And, uh, they, don't, they, they don't have nobody. They did, all they have is people on YouTube. Or people on, exactly. you know, whatever media they're using, and there's no real fruit. Um, yes. And I don't mean numerically, like how many people would be in their church, but I'm saying there's no spiritual fruit. There's no, uh, you know, you can't even really know them. Um, yes. Yes. Jesus said something about your ears, you know, be careful how you hear. Yes. And, uh, yes. The the Holy you Ghost, know. the Spirit of Truth. That's what He gives us: the Spirit of Truth. It always aligns yes. with His Word, always. Yes. And, you know, I I thought of a scripture, Brother Hume, real quick that I could interject here. In in Second Thessalonians chapter number two, uh, ten through thirteen, or ten through twelve. Here it says. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, 
that they might be saved. For the, And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie and be damned. They should believe. It says that they should believe a lie and that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Yeah. You know, um, the love of the love of truth is the is the antidote. It is the prescription there to not be deceived by a lie right. and having and having a love for the truth of God's word. That's right. It's, it's a, we got to die out to self-will. Yes. Just like Jesus said, not my will, but thy will be done. Yes. Whatever I yeah. got to do, whatever I got to change in my life, I want to do it. You know? and, uh, yes. That's very good, Brother Hume. I never lie to people. I know there's pleasure in sin, but it's only for a season. Yes. And then you take the route of living for God. You you are going against the currents of our world. And it's a, there's a lot of challenges. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. <laughs> but the Lord delivereth him from them all. And, yes. But it, it, it is a challenge. Jesus said, take up your cross daily and follow me um there's some difficulties but i never regret at the same time i don't regret not one minute not one second ever deciding to follow jesus not one time yeah same way brother hume and, and i like i said i don't want to be just one of those yes men but living for god is the best life you could ever live that's living for god that's the truth so Amen. Well, we could, I know we could both go on, but we probably ought to wrap it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, I know there's more can be said from the scriptures, um, certainly more examples, but um, we just want to be saved. And, 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 and Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And we got to walk in truth. Buy the truth and sell it not. Um, yes. There's no other way but the way of truth. There you go. And I know, I know, and I, I want to throw this in. I know it's a, it is a, a pleasant thought to the carnal mind. There's a saying that says all paths lead to one, to the same place. You know, and you can do it your way, I'll do it my way, we'll all get to heaven. But that's not what the scripture teaches at all. And uh, it teaches that there's one way. Yes. And there's one doctrine. There's one gospel. There's only one path. And, yes. Uh, it's the way of truth. And we have to walk that one way. Um you know, I don't want to get down on this, but, you know, Paul, Paul the apostle, so uh, fervently preached it, that there was no other gospel, just yes. one. He called yes. it the doctrine, just one doctrine. He even yes. called it my, it's my doctrine, I believe, my gospel. 
And yes. that's because he fully embraced it. And I preached on that a while back. We got to make it our. It's my gospel. There you go. Hey, man, that's good. That's good. Because that's what I live, breathe, teach, every, live. You know, everything is, it's, it, you make it yours, not by changing it, but you fitting it. And there you so, go. So, um, there you go. Anyway, well, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your 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 day and uh, being a part of this. You've helped me, and um, hope it's a blessing to you. And yes, yeah, brother Hume, I sure I love and appreciate the Humes. I I uh, thank you for having me. I love the Word of God. I love to to expound, to go into the word of God and, and in it is life to follow the word of God. And, and, uh, thank you for allowing me to be a part of, of this, the ministry in, in Ireland and the ministry in this world. So, uh, the kingdom of God, um, we love and appreciate you all. Well, we love and appreciate the Brixner family, the church there in, in New Mexico. And, uh, a unique place. I don't think there's anywhere in the world like where you're at. <laughs> uh, a unique place and some unique cultures around there too. With the, yes, sir. The Navajo yes, sir. people and the Apache Indians and whoever yes. else may be there. And uh, it's an interesting place. And uh, I wouldn't mind at all living there. It's vastly different than Ireland. I can tell you that. Anyway, but it's amazing though we can still have the same mind. Yes, one one day, one day to all those listening there, or the ones that will listen to this. I one day, me and my wife, it is on our bucket list for the Hume to make it to make it to Ireland and, and, and I wouldn't, I, I promise you, I wouldn't go there without coming to see you. And so, uh, we, we, we want to come and, and be a part of that. Yeah. Well, we would be loved, love to have you here and show you around and give you a cup of tea and, and, uh, <laughs> in a scone. Everybody there in you go. knows what I'm saying. You don't really know what I'm saying too much, but they <laughs> do. Give you some fish and chips. Anyway, God bless you, and uh, we thank you again, Brother Brixner. And um, yeah, if anybody listening to this episode uh, has any questions, uh, has some thoughts you want to share, or you have some questions uh, about what we've taught, and uh, I was teaching, discussing here today, why send me an email at plantinghopeireland at gmail.com, and I will do my best to get back with you on that. So God bless you, and until we do the next one, have a good week. God bless you, Brother Hume.